And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Jared Cannonier going at it tonight. UFC Las Vegas 75. Marvin Vittori, the slight favorite, minus 120. The Killer Gorilla, the best nickname in the sport. Jared Cannonier, even money. I said earlier, I like the Killer Gorilla by knockout. With that, let's welcome in producer Jake and my co-host Brendan Tobin. Because, guys, if you remember, at the beginning of the year, we were doing a show and we made a bunch of predictions for 2023 right we made our bantamweight prediction we made our featherweight prediction lightweight heavyweight middleweight all those and some of them were the obvious right i think the current guy is going to have the belt then we move on some of them were outside the box and made everybody go huh well i take back a little look at our list here fellas and not too shabby if i may say so myself so let me catch people up your current champions flyweight brandon moreno bantamweight Man, I can't believe this guy's held on the title as long as he has. Aljamain Sterling, Volkanovski still technically the flyweight champion, Yair, the interim champion. Then you've got Islam holding the strap, Leon holding the belt, the middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya, light heavyweight champion, Jamal Hill, and the heavyweight champion of the world and the pound-for-pound number one fighter. No surprise, the GOAT he is, John Jones. All right, guys, when it came to the bantamweight champion, Jake was the only one who has it right. Now, that wasn't really the name of the game, Jake, before you pat yourself on the back too hard. We were trying to figure out who the champion's going to be at the end of the year, which brings up my prediction of Sean O'Malley. So essentially, it looks like one of us is going to be right because it feels like once those guys finally fight, it's going to be in this calendar year. And then that's probably going to be it for either one of them because that's a huge stage and who knows what the injury situation is going to be. So Buddy, it looks like one of us is going to get it right. Brendan, no need for you to talk for a minute because you had Cheeto Vera. Of course, he lost yeah, to Corey no. Sandhagen, so he's got to work his way up. But right now, Jake, if I said you can you can change it, and I'll give you my guy, you can take Sean O'Malley or you can take Aljamain Sterling to be the bantamweight champion at the end of the year, which one are you going with? I'm still staying with Aljo. Aljo's going to – you know, I, I'm not the biggest I, – I love Sean O'Malley. I'll put it that way. Aljo's going to wrestle Sean O'Malley into the ground. And as a caveat, I'm the only one of us who actually rewatched that uh, segment today because I had to put the schedule together. So in doing yeah. so, I said my exact answer was, I think it's going to be Aljamain, but my heart wants it to be Sean O'Malley. So I'm going to be uh, right one way or the other, in a sense. Listen uh, to this guy. This is this is the guy who's a Philadelphia What was Eagles your pick? Just pick the one. Team in the Super Bowl just to win some money. Look, I used to one be the Switzerland out. guy on the show, right, where I'd take both sides. And then we got producer Jake. Who, who ultimately do you think wins that fight? Because obviously I think O'Malley is going to end up taking out Aljo. Who do you got in that one, BT? I, I agree with Jake. I think that Aljo, this one to me is just like, he's got the formula to go do it. Uh, I think he knows like standing with Sean O'Malley is a terrible idea. So he's just going to, he's going to take him into those deep waters. It's not going to be anybody giving Sean O'Malley an opportunity to do it. It just seems like a nightmare for me, but look, Sean O'Malley proved, proved a lot of people wrong when he, he beat Jan as close as it may have been. So maybe this is the chance he could do it. He certainly, I think what he has to do is he's just got to, he's got to keep Aljo at range the entire time. He's got to throw a lot of punches, got to be careful with what kicks he throws to choose. But if he could do that, I mean, he's got, he's got the measurables that maybe he could keep Aljo off of him. But 
if Aljo gets a hold of him, it feels like it could be a really rough night. If O'Malley loses, I feel like he's got a natural badass fight lined up, guys. Like, don't they just put him against Cheeto Vera? Doesn't that just or make Marab. a lot of sense? Or Marab. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. If Sean, if Sean wins, man, BT always talks about the rocket ship that these fighters have strapped to their back if they win a fight. And this is that fight for O'Malley. Like, he's already a top five. We've argued this before. Popular fighter in the promotion. He goes all the way up to number one or number two if he goes out there and actually becomes the champion. And there's nothing that that guy doesn't have. Charisma. You know, he, he speaks well. He looks cool. If he's got the belt also, plus the way he fights, goodness gracious, everybody and their grandma's going to know that guy's name. All right, when it came to featherweight, Jake said Josh Emmett. BT said Josh Emmett. I said Arnold Allen. None of us got it right. Right now, we were talking about it's a combination of Volk and Yair. I think we tried to get it a little bit too original on that one, fellas, right? Too like, cute. we could have just probably Yeah, when you were watching that, Volk. yeah, Jake, like, did we both just think that Volk was moving on, or were we all just idiots? I, well, oh, yeah, when I was idiots. watching it, we said, well, yeah, we're idiots, but we also said – we assume Volk would move up to lightweight, which he did, and he did not win that fight. So he's back down uh, to featherweight. So now the obvious answer is Volkanovsky. All right. Here's where the fun starts. At lightweight champion end of the year, our prediction for Jake, Islam Makachev for BT, Islam Makachev for me, Charles Oliveira. And it looks like we're going to get that fight, boys. So at this point, BT. If I let you take one or the other, Charles Oliveira, Islam Makachev, even money, you can bet the house on it and that cool pool you got in your backyard there. Which way are you going? I think I'm taking Oliveira, man. Man, such a tough thing to ask me the week after I just saw what uh, what, what Oliveira just did. I'm going to stick with what I, I've already seen with them fighting before. I mean, Islam steamrolled them. I don't think that the gap is going to be made up that much differently. So I, I'm sticking with my pick, but certainly uh, Charles Oliveira, you know, did everything he had to do to impress people on the way back to, uh, to, to, to even make me think, make me hesitate a little bit uh, as a credit to, to Charlie Olives, but I'm going to stick with Islam. Jake, you think Oliveira can get Islam the second time around? Cause I, I thought that last, last Saturday night, Islam had to look really good against Benil for everybody to agree that he gets the title shot. And it sounds like everybody agrees that he gets the title shot. Can he win it? Let me preface this by saying, love Charlie Olives. Big Oliveira fan. Yeah, he surprised me against Dariush. But ladies and gentlemen, whether you're listening on the radio, on Twitch, YouTube, wherever, if, if they give you Islam Akhachev versus Charles Oliveira at even odds, you bet your mortgage on Islam to win that fight. I, he's going to steamroll him again, unfortunately. Ooh, really? You're that confident in it? Dude, Charlie, really? all, Char everybody, including you, just disrespects Charles Oliveira as if he's not a future Hall of Famer, all-time great, better fighting resume at this point than Islam. And I get it, they fought, but come on. Yeah, but it's like, you know, you have to look at it different than like, look at like Izzy versus Alex Pajeda, right? Okay. Izzy was winning most of that fight, and he makes a mistake. Then I'll be like, all right, I'll understand you going the other way the next time around or thinking there's going to be a different result. But, like, it was so quick. There was so, there was nothing to look at and just be like, hey, definitely, definitely going to go in the direction of is of uh, Charles Oliveira beating Islam. You're just basing it off of instincts, gut. What are you basing that off of, Sean? That Oliveira looks so good against Benil Daryush, and Benil Daryush is the favorite. He's not fighting Benil Daryush. 
okay, well, can I say that he looked really good against Poirier or Gate? Like, all, when 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 do the points make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's fought when he's these... not fighting Islam Makachev. That like when he okay. when he's fighting Islam Makachev, then it's like uh, then you have to be like, oh, but that fight wasn't very close. Will it be close this time around? He's not fighting Alexander Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky and Charles Oliveira. Could you get more two different of fighters than the way those two guys go about their business? Like, it's it's just a different fight, dude. All right, let me ask you this then. If you're so damn smart, when I asked you who was going to be welterweight champion at the end of the year, and yeah. you said, let me, let me look at who you said, all right. Jake had Colby. I yep. had Hamzad. You had Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I He's okay. still in the promotion, right? What's, what's, <laughs> well, what's he in fairness? I can explain this. I remember what I said because it, it, I was yeah. just fresh off of seeing him uh, cage side in Orlando, taking on Kevin Holland. And I thought to myself, all right, we had to pick at the end of the year, right? If Leon Edwards gets past Usman, wouldn't that fight make a lot of sense? Like, that's a great fight. Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Leon Edwards. You're telling me you're not in immediately for that fight? What is that, the greatest martial arts thing we could ever put inside an octagon? So, dude, guys, dude, been around come forever. On, come on, come I'm telling you, it's, not that, it's not that crazy. Leon, it's not that crazy. Him like a bong at a frat, does party, he, dude? Really? Yeah. You think? Yeah. I don't know, dude. In a stand-up match, because he's not going to go to the ground. In a stand-up match, you don't think that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson would have a chance against Leon Edwards? I think he would. Uh, the the course is current events, dude. Maybe a few years ago, Jake, the course is current in. events. Did you hold on? You still, you Jake? Come on. Tell this guy There's what's nothing up. nothing to chime in about, BT. This is nonsense, man. Come on. I'm Why? Sorry. Come on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's a good fight. It's a good fight. It's just it's it, a great it's fight. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's not that far off. It's not that far. All right. So I because I did, in fairness to everybody, when we were producing before uh in between the breaks, I was like, oh, where is Steven Wonderboy Thompson? When is he fighting? So I was unaware. We He's apparently were. gonna fight at UFC 291 against Michelle Pajeda, which by the way, also a great fight. That's, That's a crazy a nice fight, fight between those two. That's not a, a title fight. eliminator, though. Totally fair. Totally fair. But we get to the beginning of 2024 and Leon beats Colby. I don't know, dude. I feel like I think they should go Wonder Boy. That's a great fight. Maybe. Eh? I mean, look, if it comes to fruition, I'll pat you on the back, but I would be absolutely shocked. All right, let me ask you this. Does. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you yeah. rather fight? What? Be honest. No title on the line, just what's a more fun fight? Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad? Or Leon Edwards versus Wonder Boy. I mean, you know what I'm gonna say, because obviously Wonder Boy's a more exciting fighter than Bilal Muhammad. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Let's have dude, some if fun. We with, if we just went with who's the most exciting fighter in the promotion, then there's a lot of dudes that you know are ranked number 12 and number 16 that are gonna get shots at the belt. And at some point, that's not how it works, right? If it's Leon know, versus Wonder Boy, I'm telling you right now, I, I if it's Wonder Boy versus Leon, if that ever happens for the title. I'm betting Wonder Boy because I'm getting fat odds. Dude, you better bet Wonder Boy after what you've been saying the last few minutes. That's Brendan Tobin, producer Jake. I'm merely the sports machine, Sean Levine. Um, we only got a couple of minutes left here. Light heavyweight. None of us had Jamal Hill. And I'm not going to say he completely came out of nowhere. It's just that entire division's been so messed up and so hard to predict the last couple of years. Since John left, then Yuri takes the belt. Did you guys hear, though, Yuri's coming back? So maybe we're going to have wait. a uh, – uh, maybe we'll have a little bit more, I guess, excitement added. It, J Jamal Hill, you tell me. 
great fighter, fun fighter. Feels kind of like a weird champion, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. He was, I mean, he's very, very, he's, he's another one, like super dynamic. Uh, the way that he goes about in, in, in his strike game, like, hell, that's a really fun championship fight. Him versus Yuri. Those two guys. Yeah. Whew. And do you remember like a year and a half ago when Jamal was on our show, he, he was getting his hair cut and he called yeah. out Yuri. He was like, I always wanted this Yuri fight and it's, it's close to happening. It takes a real man to be getting your head shaved at the barber and call out another man at the same time. I thought that was actually pretty cool. And it would be a great fight. And I really wonder what the odds would look like if that one comes down because your Prohaska felt like he was unbeatable. Then he went away. And then the last couple of times we've seen Jamal Hill, it's like, damn, how do you beat that guy and his frame? Man, that would be a very, very fun fight to watch. And then at heavyweight, I was the only one that got really original. Well, Pat's, Pat on the back for Jake for saying Francis Ngannou. At that time, we didn't know that he was going to be signed by the PFL. Brendan got really outside the box. He said it was going to be John Jones. So good for you, Brendan, for getting that one right. Oh, okay, dude, it's not outside the box now. Like, all of a sudden, you guys are saying, this guy's over the hill. I don't know what he's going to look like. I'm the only guy who believed in the GOAT. And I get all of a sudden, oh. By the way, I noticed you guys skipped over middleweight. I was the only one to say Stylebender was going to get his belt back. Oh, did I? Did I do that? My bad. I didn't. That wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Good job, Brendan. Brendan, by the way, guys, okay. Brendan said that Brendan said that Adesanya was going to get his belt back. By the so, way, yeah. I was there for that. Were you? I never I heard there that in story. Miami. It was great. Except for 100,000 times before that. All right. Congratulations for getting that one right. I, I, I said friend of the show, Tom Aspinall, be the heavyweight champion at the end of the year. Do we know when we're going to see Tom Aspinall back officially, Jake? I feel yeah. like you gave me some Aspinall news a couple of weeks ago. When is that fight going? Yeah. Uh, give me one sec. So he's fighting at UFC London. Um, the opponent Tabora, is right? in my mind. What do you say? Yeah. I think yeah, Tabora, and yes. That London, and that London card, goodness, those are always fun. Like, I didn't July realize quite 22nd. how fun they were until the, the Patty Molly card, like whatever it was, a year, year and a half ago. Then it's like, all right, dang, that might be the best crowd in the entire sport all right coming up on the other side we've got all kinds of different fight announcements uh jake was saying during the break that uh, he thinks one of them is going to be incredibly one-sided that's max holloway versus korean zombie jake just for a second while we have a minute here before the break what makes you think it's going to be so one-sided granted max holloway is in my opinion the top 10 fighter of all time and korean zombie hasn't been that guy in years i mean you just look at the age Korean Zombie's getting there. He's getting up there in years where that chin's going to start going. And then you look at that devastating damage he took against Volkanovski. I just don't think he's going to have much for Max Holloway on the feet. He's not going to be able to get Max to the ground. Max doesn't go down. He doesn't get taken down. So, yeah, he's going to get pieced apart very badly. Max, by the way, is 31 years old. I remember I had to clarify that when we brought him on the show a few weeks ago when he fought Arnold Allen in Kansas City. It was like, what? How is that possible? It feels like that guy's got to be the most life-lived, experienced 31-year-old. He always talks about how traveled he is, guy from Hawaii, fights everywhere. His two fights in a row, Kansas City, Missouri, and Singapore. What? Gotta love it. All right, coming up next, a bunch of the other fight announcements. There's some big ones and one that I did not see coming. We break it all down next. You're locked into the bet, QL Network. 